0: When you go all over the place, you get a little lost in the sauce, but...
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Misfits Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Connor. And uh, what's on the agenda for today, sir?
0: Well, first of all, Matt, h-
1: how are you feeling? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than what I was. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been a rough uh, couple weeks. Yeah, we both had uh, the COVID yeah, not a not a good time. Like I'm still not like 100% I feel like you can kind of hear it like I'm slight congestion.
0: I still have like a tickle in your throat kind of yeah. cough, but other than that
1: I you're doing a lot better. Doing a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Doing a lot better. But um It's just glad, terrible glad timing, really. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear that you're better. Yeah, and how are? Oh you yeah. <laughs> Matt went on vacation for 11 hours. That was it. For almost a day. Not even almost, almost half a half day. day. Almost half a day. It was terrible. How, how how long is the drive? Uh,
1: so the way there took about three and a half hours because there was four separate torrential downpours that I had to drive through. And, like, we had to, like, it, we were past, like, the area, so there was more responsible drivers, at least. So anytime there was a torrential downpour, they would just turn their four-ways on. Everyone would, like, slow down respectfully. But it was, it was almost like Christmas lights, though. Like, I'd be driving, torrential downpour, and then just in unison, everyone's, like, four-ways came on. I was like, whoa. I was like, this is good, though. They're actual responsible drivers, and there's no, like rude people trying to swerve in and out you know yeah, what i mean
0: like they're like actually driving safe and concerned about others and themselves it was
1: insane i didn't know that was possible um yeah so it was about three and a half hours there and then unfortunately on the way
0: back i got stuck in traffic so it was more like a four hour drive back so are you including those hours as part of your vacation no oh <laughs> that's the worst part about it so you're gone for about
1: a day y- yeah pretty well i think uh by the time we went there and came back it was probably about 19 hours and so 19 20 hours maybe
0: Well, there you go you had a great vacation
1: sure but uh, it's fine i'm doing a lot better now i'm back to work and everything so
0: on other news um a more positive now well uh recently the pokemon trailer came out what did what were your thoughts on the uh, pokemon
1: okay so hmm i'm not like oh my gosh this is gonna be the best pokemon game ever but i'm still intrigued for it i think with um, it seems like they're going more like legend of arceus style so it seems a lot more open world based so i'm excited for that i'm not excited for the fact that they were recycling the same idea again of having different formed pokemon like we had the Alowan forms then we had the galar forms and then we had the huesian i think that's how you say it from legend of arceus forms i and think
0: that that's only going to continue though
1: i think it will so i'm getting like I've it's a way of recic-
0: it. it's a way of recycling already created pokemon Which is good because there's so many Pokemon.
1: Do you think they just use a randomizer? And they're like, push a randomizer of all the Pokemon. They're like, all right, that's the one we're going to use a new form for. Because the people who have seen the trailer, and obviously if you follow Pokemon on any social media or anything like that, there is a new form of whooper. Wooper. Okay? And that is not even a Pokemon that I would think to get a new form. Like, why?
0: It's possible. There's a massive YouTuber, Small Ant. It's his favorite Pokemon. Now I'm not gonna say that they chose Whooper because of Small Ant, but Whooper has a secret fan base. Yeah, Whooper definitely has a fan base. Well, I know Quagsire has a fan base. Like Quagsire is
1: very much a I meme Pokemon. I thought people Pokemon. liked
0: Whooper more than Quagsire, though. Really? I thought yeah, it was the other way cute. around.
1: Yeah, but Quagsire is just like a meme Pokemon.
0: Yeah, but Wooper's kind of got that meme level. Bloody's cute. I guess. But yeah, I think he has. A, I think he has a much larger fan base than you think.
1: It's just I don't know. Like I'm looking back, I. I really hope, though, that Meowth does not get another new form. Because Meowth is just... There's so much going on with Meowth. Because you have regular Meowth in Persian, sure. And then, then there's the Alolan Meowth in Persian. And then there's the Galar Meowth, which then had a separate evolution of Berserker. And then Meowth also got a Gigantamax form as well. And I'm like, just... I understand Meowth is such a big thing, like in the anime, obviously. and like <coughs> Meowth has a fan base, but I want... Want a different Pokemon to shine, you know.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's a good opportunity to take Pokemon that are either both competitively useless or just never not commonly used or something and exactly. go take 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 those away and make those better. Like but
1: like the fact that of the hundred and the original Pokemon, there's only one Pokemon oh, there's a couple of them, but like there's basically only one Pokemon that doesn't have an evolution, a pre evolution, uh Gigantamax alternate form. Anything like that, and it's Tauros.
0: What about Ditto? Well,
1: that's why I said, like, a couple. Like, but Ditto
0: is Ditto able is to transform. Ditto right? is everyone.
1: Ditto is everyone.
0: Yeah, but the fact um, that, like,
1: like, Lapras has a Gigantamax form, Snorlax has a baby form, like Jinx, Mr. Mime, like, yeah,
0: they've added evolutions for almost everyone, exactly, or at least an alternate form.
1: Even the legendary birds, there's alternate forms of them now, too.
0: Yeah, and that the bird, all the birds show is that they're. They're looking at doing legendaries, I'm sure, in the future, right? Yeah, like exactly. It just means that more legendaries will have those changes. I think that was definitely them being like,
1: well, we'll try it and see what people think.
0: What did you think of the bike legendaries?
1: I I don't know. They're too Digimon yu Gi Oh <laughs> style for me. Like it's
0: I don't like that they give it sounds like you get them like pretty early. Yeah. Unless so it's just trolling like, everyone. And I know it's a kid game. They're kid games that have gotten even easier and easier, you know what I mean? So, now you're going to, like, get a legendary. If you're able to actually use it as part of your party, a legendary Pokemon that early, like... What's the point? I don't know. I just don't... There weren't very many... Usually, like, the one thing that gets me hyped for a new Pokemon game is the designs of some of the Pokemon.
1: We've only seen a good, I think, like, excluding... Well, including the starters, we've only seen about... Ten pokemon maybe
0: but none of them have gotten me excited at all no in not lechonk like, no not in terms of design it might be one of the f- first pokemon games that i don't just get oh i've already pre-ordered it yeah i don't think i will be i think i might let my brother because i know he, i know he's not super excited but he'll probably most likely get it okay and then i'll get his review his honest review because gotcha. he won't hold back he's very honest about uh the pokemon games
1: I mean I do agree that the like Sword and Shield for example was a decently easy game for the most part there is parts that I thought were like pretty like struggle. E
0: They introduced some in some interesting concepts too like the area where the Pokémon were and stuff. Yeah the stuff. wild area. Like that was cool. And it was cool that you could play with your friends. And then in the DLC, there was like the tunnel area where you could... The um, raids,
1: yeah, for Crown Tundra.
0: Where you can do it with... So they introduced some cool things, but I was never a fan of like the Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing. I thought that that was kind of just another gimmick, just another Game Freak gimmick towards upgrading the Pokemon, but not using something that they've already made. My favorite is still Mega Evolutions. And as OP as they may be in terms of competitive, I thought that that has been one of the better mechanics and it got you hyped because they weren't ridiculous. They they it was just a you know buffed form, really buffed evolution for a bat, like for a duration of a battle.
1: I do agree, honestly. I think uh, they should bring back mega evolutions. I think it'd be super cool to see because there is certain like starters I would love to see a mega evolution for.
0: And the Dynamax Dragonamax just was kind of ridiculous. It did feel the, ridiculous at the some The idea part. is it's very ridiculous. Okay. Some of the designs were okay, but it's just the fact that the Pokemon just becomes like a thirty-story building is like. Okay, whatever.
1: Then it makes me wonder that that one episode in Indigo League, when all there's just the giant Pokemon, was it just Pokemon that were just Gigantamaxed and Dynamaxed forever? Probably.
0: Is that canonized now? <coughs> all right, yeah, but that um, did we talk about the She Hulk trailer? I don't think so. No, there was a few trailers from uh, Comic Con, right? Yeah, we can c- touch upon Comic Con quick. I thought the She-Hulk trailer was actually. I did not realize. Well, I'm assuming it's probably going to be majority literally episode one, but I did enjoy seeing like Bruce Banner, Hulk, like,
1: yeah, the Gray Hulk, Joe Hulk, just kind of situation,
0: kind of being yeah. like the mentor, being like, "You're a Hulk now." This I is thought the that was way it is. Uh, so I, I, w- I didn't expect that. Let's go I haven't work. looked more into it, but I was excited to see him.
1: Yeah, but well, we should probably talk about like the spoilers for the She-Hulk trailer. Um. The two characters that showed up in it, uh, Wong obviously shows up. And now you've finally seen Shang-Chi. Yes. So you know that Wong's in there with uh, Abomination. Yep. And obviously Abomination's and She-Hulk. But then the Daredevil at the end of the trailer. Yeah, that was a fun little teaser. Not egg. wearing the traditional Daredevil costume, though. He's wearing the old costume, which is the yellow and red from the comics. Which it's makes reverse me flash. think it's not Daredevil. It's reverse flash. How you no, don't talk about reverse flash. It's oh, reverse no, flash. I can go on a tangent about that.
0: He he went so fast in a speed force that he is now in the MCU. He he Dang. he escaped DC. <laughs> Everyone wants to escape DC.
1: Um but I was, there's a character in the comics which I don't know too much about, but his name is uh <laughs> Demolition Man. And he wears a very similar costume to Daredevil, so people are like, maybe it's Demolition Man instead and not Daredevil.
0: Or maybe they're hyping up Daredevil.
1: Or maybe they're hyping it because you know there is because he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. That's the thing. It connects. And the she's funny, she's a lawyer. Th- it all
0: makes sense. You he's know? a lawyer. Maybe they go off against each other.
1: They could be. That'd be that'd be actually because really she's representing the Br- uh, abomination, I think.
0: But she's re- yeah, she's like representing super villains, but not villains, but super powered bad guys. Su- I don't know super
1: powered humans. And Can't use the word mutant. It's still uh, up in the air.
0: No, I'm pretty sure Ms. Marvel makes is the introduction of mutants into the. No,
1: she has a mutation. Does not confirm mutants, even though they use the X Men nineties music for that couple seconds. But
0: we're gonna ignore that. I don't know. Pretty sure it was the X gene.
1: <laughs> no. But anyways, I don't. Know. Are you are you excited for the Girl? Are you actually gonna watch this Disney Plus Marvel show? What do you mean? I've right
0: Watched so many now.
1: Oh yeah. It's one and a half. One and a half. You're doing great.
0: I yeah. I think I will watch you, Hulk.
1: Yeah. I'm interested enough. They randomly moved it, too. And so it was supposed to come out on Wednesdays, and randomly, a couple of days ago, they're like, we're going to move it to Thursdays.
0: I don't and know. Like, Thursdays is a super random day. If there's a competing title of some sort, maybe, or... Maybe? Not sure. Not sure about TV scheduling, because I don't really watch Well, it's streaming TV. service,
1: so it's even a little bit more different, too, right? Because they did... So, originally, I think WandaVision and stuff came out on Fridays, and then I think they threw... Star Wars show on Wednesday or they no they switched Loki to Wednesdays and people went crazy for it and Loki became like super big on Wednesdays. So then they've kept releasing their major shows and stuff on Wednesday and it was always good. Was
0: Obi-Wan Wednesdays or was it Thursdays? It was Wednesdays? I think
1: Obi-Wan was Wednesdays as well.
0: Okay. And then there was the Black Panther trailer. Black Panther Wakanda forever. Yeah. There was a tease. Well, tease slash obvious. Since they said that the movie's coming out, but they have um, Blackheart or Ironheart or Ironheart, who
1: is, Radri Williams, she, in the comics she's like a fourteen year old super genius essentially. She's the Iron Man replacement. Yeah, she's the young Iron Man. But I think
0: I'm intrigued to see the suit. Yeah, I think the suit just because of nice. how cool MCU's been with like all the Iron Man suits that they've yeah. done have looked great. So I'm, you know, it does feel bad when there's no Iron Man. So I'm excited to see an Iron Man esque character. Um,
1: well, the thing is, I'm super excited because of how big Kang is becoming inside the MCU. I'm really hoping we're going to see the younger, in quotations, alternate <coughs> version of Kang. Because in the comics, he goes by different names. But there's a when he's younger, there's a situation he meets his future self and he doesn't like the way he's becoming. So he makes his own Iron Man suit and he becomes a character known as Iron Lad. Iron Lad. And he becomes part of the Young Avengers and stuff. Which is still something Disney could potentially
0: we be working on. Back to back Avengers movie is going to be coming. Yeah.
1: The Kang Dynasty, followed by Secret Wars. We're getting a Fantastic Four movie.
0: Fantastic Four, which will probably be a big lead, lead into, into everything. Secret Wars. So,
1: definitely some interesting. I'm trying to think what. Captain America 4, Thunderbolts.
0: Thunderbolts was interesting.
1: That, that would replace my theory of the Dark Avengers.
0: Because the Thunderbolts are kind of like the Suicide Squad, but not as intense no right? they're like
1: i want to say boarding born again hero, almost heroes
0: it's like people that are willing to cross the line so they're like anti-heroes and villains that are basically willing to do stuff that heroes aren't yeah and various characters have but been not on to that the team. level of suicide squad like oh, forced against their will like we're gonna bl- blow up your brain <laughs> no i
1: mean punisher probably but it, traditionally in the comics thunderbolts is like red hulk and x-23 and sometimes ghost rider punisher these like borderline anti-heroes that could easily be classified as a villain but their yeah. morals aren't completely messed up per se. And then on the DC front, um That's it. Oh, um,
0: very good DC. Well done. We're super excited. I feel excited. bad.
1: Not even like any of the CW shows got trailers or anything either. Like I remember like 5 6 years ago like how big it was when CW shows got the the Comic-Con reveal and everyone would be so hyped for it. But They're I really They're working don't on it. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. Zero versus Dead.
0: Was there anything else that you saw that you were kind of excited for from the Comic Con? Uh?
1: I don't think so. I mean, like, for people that are fans of Groot, obviously there's, like, the I Am Groot. Uh, yes,
0: I Am Groot, which is. Okay, v- <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of Groot in terms of the way that he's been portrayed in the movies as just this, like, I want to sell memorabilia level Toys. character. But the things. I feel like he loses a lot of his humor in without Rocket feel like that's like the one thing that makes me like him is because the humor the way they bounce off is obviously Groot says three words yeah and and then Rocket understands all of it that's like what makes it humorous to me so if Rocket's not in it it doesn't feel like it's gonna hold this that same humor for me it's kind of just seems stupid well it's
1: like shorts as well so I don't expect them to be longer than like 10 minutes at best yeah, it's probably like ten minutes tops. Yeah, it's definitely just some some type of memorabilia, but maybe they'll be good and we'll be surprised. I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I can dream.
0: I think he's gonna say, "I am Groot." Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. No, he doesn't. That's at all Groot. Oh, sorry, it's a don. I babe. am Groot. There you go. <laughs> that's a little better. A little better. That's about where we're a at. A little
1: bit. Um, but that really, I think. Well, obviously, like we're not gonna joke, but like obviously, DC released like I think another Sandman trailer. Mm-hmm, they released mm-hmm. uh, another Black Adam trailer. Which I mean... Hell yeah.
0: The best hero of them all.
1: I love Justice Society of America. Sorry, I mean Black Adam.
0: Favorite favorite hero. The Rock. I mean Black Adam. I mean Black Adam. They should have just called it The Rock and just made him a DC hero, honestly. Did you see the the post-credit scene for Super Pets? No. Why would I see the post-credit scene of Super Pets? I haven't seen the movie,
1: but I've seen the clip of the uh, post-credit scene. So in that movie, you have The Rock voicing Crypto the Super Doc. And he's with Superman. I think he's at a dog park or something. And thunder strikes. And all of a sudden, Black Adam shows up with his dog. And the dog is also voiced by The Rock. And Black Adam is also voiced by The Rock.
0: There's a lot of rock. There's
1: a lot of rock in one scene. Too much The Rock. I think uh, DC's really like, because of how many they're losing actors, I really think they're trying to just milk The Rock.
0: They need to. The Rock will make the money. But what? it's just not Black Adam. It doesn't no. feel like Black Adam. It I don't even know much about him, but I know it's not Black Adam.
1: No, he's not a hero in the slightest. I've never read a Shazam comic or like heard something about Black Adam. I'm like, yeah, love that hero. <laughs> what
0: a great hero. What a great anti-hero. My favorite. <laughs> yeah,
1: anything else from Comic-Con? I mean, for your D&D fans, there was obviously the Honor Amongst Thieves trailer.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I did watch the trailer. I've talked to a couple of my D&D pals, and no one is excited at all.
1: It looks okay for an adventure film.
0: I feel like you should just take out the D&D, though. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, the World of Warcraft. I, you know, like, it's just kind of like you're trying to get, like, this fan base, but, like, you're just going about it the wrong way, I think.
1: You're trying too hard, I yeah. think.
0: I think being inspired. I mean, look at all the stories that are already inspired by Dungeons & Dragons that I never have to mention. I realize who's behind the movie, but it's, like, I don't know. It gives the stigma that it's just going to be cringy because of that.
1: But also, there's enough properties inside D&D, like between novelizations and everything and obviously through critical role, role world tw- uh dimension 20 whatever there's so many stories they could easily just make i know don't get me wrong they did make a show because of critical role but could you imagine if they made a legend of drizzet movie
0: yeah that would be way better than just some action comedy
1: exactly but what but, that, we know? but
0: that would have a lot to live up to that's the problem i mean yeah. that's that's the huge issue it's like when you think of like anime like Obviously, the 3D animation CGI Berserk is horrendous, but it is that level of like, could could you really ever do Berserk justice? Kind yeah, of thing, right? It's like the same thing with Drizzt. He's so huge, like inside would, that community. Would he? Would a movie f- for him ever actually be good? No, even if it was all right, I feel like it would get hardcore fans
1: would destroy it
0: because they would go they would go off maybe one or two things and then. You lose the whole fan base they just go crazy 100 in other news you have caught up to one piece i
1: have i am officially caught up to one piece and i'm kind of it's a weird feeling
0: you've read weekly two chapters i think two chapters have come out yes two chapters officially have come out and i'm kind of sad how does it feel to be a weekly
1: reader i I think i've ascended (laughs) i'm still a weeb like i'm above casual scrub and i'm not like I'm not an otaku in any way, but I feel like I've ascended, I'm, I've leveled up.
0: It's funny, I was talking to our one friend, Hayden, and he, he's been reading One Piece Weekly for a bit now, but we were chatting, and he's like, oh, how long have you been reading? And I was like, oh, I've been reading Weekly since, like, before Whole Cake. Like, and he's like,
1: has it been that long?
0: Yeah. Oh, my. And he was just like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, it is crazy, because Weekly, it's painful when you read one piece when you're just binging it it's so crushable
1: yeah oh it it was i can concur that it was very crushable but i did have to take breaks from time to time
0: well yeah you don't want to get you know burnt out but it's just like you just ru- you can just race through it easily you're like holy crap i read 20 chapters i read 30 chapters or whatever and then when you're like one piece will be on break next week or something you're like are you kidding me and then for some reason it seems like almost every chapter is a cliffhanger it it is, but when you're reading just through it, you never notice. Yeah, but then once you're reading weekly, you're like, really, really Oda.
1: This is how you're gonna leave this chapter. Now we have to wait. You're week, gonna do me dirty like
0: this. But no, anyway, it's it's a. I'm happy
1: that I'm caught up, but I'm also sad because I've read so much and I just want the adventure to continue. Yeah. Because like I had like I think about ten chapters left, and I literally s- stared at it and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to officially catch up. It's kind of sad.
0: It is sad. But hey, now you have time to read more. Which different I Different stories. I,
1: um, we've talked about in the previous episode of how I have 30 chapters left in Promise Neverland. I tried to go back and read it. And then I was like, I have no idea, no idea what's, idea what's going happening. On. So I restarted. And now I'm on chapter 45. Oh, you restarted the entire Yeah, honor. I really wanted to actually. Because I remember loving it a lot. And I remember being constantly like, oh my God, this is great. It keeps getting better and better. And I was like, it's only 170 chapters. I mean, I read like, 500 chapters of One Piece in, like, a month. So, I mean, this should only take me a couple weeks, if that. That's fair. I mean, I read 15 chapters
0: this morning. So. Yeah, the benefit of Shonen Jump titles is, for the most part, they're pretty easy reads. Yeah. All right. Going more into the One Piece uh, whole. So, we did ask you some questions related to One Piece. You think any of your answers have changed? Characters, some of your favorite villains, favorite arc? I don't know because now that Jim Actually Day before is you say anything spoilers ahead if you are not caught up in one piece we'll say I mean I doubt anyone is listening that is but in case you are well these will be chapter like spoilers for past like 1050 so if you're not caught up yeah um
1: my favorite characters still stand as Bay and Brooke, I think um Carrot Sad days. I don't know, really know what's going to happen with Carrot.
0: Yeah, she kind of just came to Wano with everyone, and then she just kind of falls to the Where's wayside. Carrot? I don't know. She does. She shows up occasionally. but No, she fights Paris Peru again. Yeah. And loses. I'm pretty sure. Again, if I remember correctly I during, the, right, during yeah. the battle. But, yeah, she kind of falls to the wayside.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, all right, Carrot's no longer in my top three. I don't know. <coughs> but Jinbei...
0: Yeah, Carrot falls under, like, that recency bias, I think. Same with, like, I've a lot of people have been voting, like, Yamato is, like, high up there on their, like, favorite list, and you're just kind of like, is, it, is Yamato your favorite, yeah. or is it just recency bias that you're like, I like this character a lot? That's what I think Carrot had a lot of.
1: Oh, most definitely, because Carrot Cause was, like, Now she's not there, character. and
0: I don't, I don't hear anyone complaining that she's not there.
1: Yeah, no one's being like, oh, my gosh, where did Carrot, or screw Carrot kind of thing.
0: Um, but, no, I think, like,
1: now that I'm at a point that Jinbei is a officially been part of the crew and we got to see that one shot we see everyone a part of the crew i'm like ah this is goosebumps and it's funny because so i caught up and part of the ending was spoiled for me but it was a part that i didn't even like it was so random to me because somehow someone told me that buggy the clown became a new emperor by the end of it but i didn't for some reason make the connection that obviously Luffy helping down, take down two emperors, Luffy would become one of the four emperors. Yep. I just didn't, it never crossed my mind because he was always nicknamed the fifth emperor. when I was like, all right, no, Luffy's still pretty young. He probably won't become the fourth emperor. So I just took it out of my brain that he would ever become one. And then I read, I get to the end of it. And I'm like, huh, I knew Buggy was
0: going to be it. And
1: it was such a weird, like subtle plot twist that I knew I should have seen coming. Yeah, it's
0: kind of the natural progression from being the, like unofficial fifth emperor, you just kind of get slid in. Yeah, when two drop, it just kind of makes sense that you're next in line. It's kind of like yeah. almost like saying, "This guy's next. Someone drops, he next."
1: Yeah, which is funny because I just took it; it didn't cross my mind.
0: And I you're was, not up. Some people were upset about the buggy being a Yonko. How, what are your feelings? We've talked about this briefly off mic, I guess,
1: and I do we. With what we've talked about, I it makes sense. It does because make sense. From I agree. the audience point of view, we know Buggy is this stupid,
0: or is he? Or is he?
1: <laughs> he's just—he's uh, not useless. I don't want to say he's useless, but we see him as like this little chicken. Mm-hmm. Like he runs around a lot. He's running away, you know. His power is the
0: chop chop fruit, whatever. He's really. But what if the chop chop fruit can and chop like at a molecular level? Well, is it awakened? Exactly. It, could it be? I think that'd be intense to see later down da- later. Because when road. you think of like just the simplicity of the chop chop fruit, what is sa- stopping from him being able to slice atoms or cause like crazy nuclear explosions, mini black holes, or something? It's true, but I don't think do Buggy stuff. has
1: a high enough intelligence to realize that. <laughs>
0: That's us be real, May- maybe not. But it is just funny to think like his power is probably he's probably one of those characters that has a power that you gave it to someone different. It could be insane, oh, well, or maybe it does become insane. We don't know.
1: Yeah but i think um because of how the audience see hi- sees him the fans will be kind of upset but inside the universe of one piece they don't know they don't know they think buggy's like this intense ma- like yeah Captain he's running
0: this whole like well post time skip he's running this whole you know charade of like you know he basically runs an entire armada yeah. of, of strong pirates under him right and he doesn't have to do anything because well He's smart in that way, and then it's like all appearances, right? Like he has everyone doing his bidding, bidding kind of thing, and making him look stronger. And on top of that, he's friends with, he's friends with Shanks. They've openly, s- like the world government has literally openly seen Shanks talk to him as if they're buds. Yeah. Even though Buggy doesn't like Shanks, Shanks or likes Desi. Buggy, and uh, so that's one thing he's got going from. Obviously, he was part of. Gold Roger's crew. Yep. Automatic like red flag for the world government. And then like you know he stood there at the at the at the war right with Whitebeard, you know, like Whitebeard remembered him as part of Roger's crew, so he has a lot of things going for him and then obviously the prison he got all of these extra crew members of all these Pirates that uh, were in Impel Down that have now joined him and sworn their loyalty to Buggy. It makes sense from a government point of view. And I'm sure as he's going post-time skip, he just kept gathering more and more pirates. These pirates that then looked up to him, they probably grabbed more pirates they knew and so far. So the Empire has grown. Yep. I've seen some spoilers for the new chapter, and I think we're going to get maybe some Buggy updates, which are going to be crazy. Oddly excited for that. I don't know. But yeah, I think from the one piece world government perspective, he's dangerous looking. I agree. And he was a warlord for how long.
1: Exactly. So Uh, it makes sense.
0: It makes sense that in terms of their reach. Yeah. I think it makes sense that he's a a Yonko. Doesn't mean he's the most powerful. And he never has been. No. It's just his influence and how he appears. Yeah. Right? Like that's the most important part. So and I think he probably does have a uh, he his um I forget what the, his whole shtick was called the whole buggy pirate thing going on that he had going on but um I'd assume it's been broken down by the the warlords being reduced to no longer being part of the world government but yeah. I'm sure he probably has land enough so to be you know look like he's important
1: yeah no I agree. I think also the ending of Luffy unlocking Gear 5, I heard about it, but I didn't fully understand to the amount it was going to affect
0: Luffy. Oh, you mean like because he kind of just has his own Super Saiyan transformation? Yeah. I saw some, look, I love One Piece and I like One Piece more than Dragon Ball, but I saw people trying to say it was more iconic than Super Saiyan and I'm just like, Mm. I don't think so. I think if something's probably inspired by Super Saiyan, it means that Super Saiyan's probably more iconic.
1: Yeah. I am excited to see how it's animated. Like yeah, when we see that, should be interesting to see how it's animated. Um, I don't know. I was a, uh, I was pretty stoked overall. I'm happy that I've caught up, and I'm hoping that we're gonna move on from Wano soon. Just because it feels like we're it's done and over with. Like Wano, like there's a couple of things that we still need to tie up loose ends, obviously. But overall, I'm excited to see where the next journey is gonna be.
0: Yeah, where do where do the straw hats? Where do go we next? go from here? Does Yamato? Actually, join the crew. stay tuned um yeah, I think what'd you think of the um the whole underwater wano, the old wano? I have so many questions. I think that just fell under the classic like Oda was answering a couple of our questions, and then he just hit us with like fifteen more questions that we need to ask ourselves as but we're we not, we not going to answer. get
1: answered. that's the thing because we're gonna leave Wano in the next few issues, and then those questions are just gonna be left behind forever. <laughs>
0: No. Until
1: 400 chapters from now when all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, it's important again. Cause it'll have to be because... Classic Oda.
0: Because obviously Wano will be... It'll have to be... Um, I would assume before whatever the next big war is that Oda's just talked about or hinted at, that the weapons, all the legendary weapons are, will be present. Oh. Or affecting it. 100%. Which means Wano would have to be opened to release the weapon.
1: Which is a big
0: thing. So I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll come to play again. Yeah. So Jinbei is your favorite, Straw Hat.
1: Yeah. No, I Jinbei followed by Brooke is my favorite when it comes to Straw Hats for Skype is still one of your least favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I like because of the way I, I watched a bunch of the anime, obviously up to Fisherman Island the time skip and then I went into the manga. I will eventually go back and read the manga because apparently Skype is a much better manga version versus the anime version. So maybe I will dislike it less, and maybe I'll dislike an, another arc more because I know a lot of people aren't the biggest fan of Thriller Bark.
0: Yeah, I'd say Thriller Bark's probably down there for me. I think Thriller Bark ha- uh, hilariously has some of the best moments, but it's like one of my least favorite arcs.
1: That's a very common answer, I think, when it comes to one of the worst arcs. A lot of big One Piece fans will say Thriller Bark or Skypiea. that Skypiea is a lot more important. H? There are important parts of Skypia for sure, yeah.
0: and Skypia is interesting. Looking back at it from everything you know now, because it has such early, early um, prototype versions of hockey. Yeah. So it is interesting to see like the early ideas that Oda had. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Plus, like dials were cool back in the day. They were something different, and then they use them for a bit, and then they just kind of fall off. That's true. What's your favorite moment?
1: Favorite moment? As a whole, just like my favorite moment overall?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm going to break this down to you, to two spots. One from the anime and then one from the manga. Oh, okay. So my f- one of my favorite moments probably from the anime, and it's a really cringy moment, but it's to their bark. And it's literally just... Luffy
0: putting the skeleton back in the grave. What? <laughs> no, I was just wow. going
1: to... No. Uh, it was just Luffy like hearing...
0: Brooke or a zombie is it it a zombie, a zombie. Yeah. yeah that was funny though it was Thriller Bark has he random just doesn't moments. care he just puts him back in the grave yeah. I thought that that was just a Matt level moment It's just so random
1: I mean it's up there but it's no it's definitely just getting introduced to Brooke and Luffy just being like he's it I want him on my crew and everyone else is like no no
0: yeah well Luffy saw that he was a skeleton and he wanted him on his crew everything else was irrelevant yeah and he was a musician so that was a bonus that was just a bonus yeah Luffy would have wanted him part of his crew. Talking skeleton already wanted a part of the crew. I thought it was funny, um, but manga.
1: Hmm. Really trying to think for favorite moment. I mean, when I was reading the show a jump, I have like a couple screenshots, and it's it's such a random one though, and it's definitely a mad moment um, of Luffy fighting the sumo wrestler. Oh, and okay. he does like the sumus, the sumo slap. Um, that's not my favorite though. I don't know. That's just you one just I like, have, like saved. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick a favorite like moment in the manga, but like I don't know, like all of Zo. I know people don't really talk about Zo because it's just like this, like couple I chapters. I think Zo is pretty epic.
0: It's um, it definitely gives you the chills when Rizo is there. Yeah. After everything that happened, he actually is there, and you're just like, oh wow, you're like. These guys don't mess around. They are loyal. They are. It's
1: insane. I do think. Um. I feel like you were expecting me to say the time travel aspect of Wano. because mm-hmm. I'm very much a time I travel know. fiend.
0: I, I I don't know what I was expecting. Honestly, That's I fair. I'm mine's easy because mine has not changed for so long, and mine is still going to be like the nothing happened moment with Zoro.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Which is hilarious. It's my least favorite arc, but my favorite moment in all of One Piece. The irony. I just think that it's definitely an insane moment from Zoro because that's, like, him at that... He's basically giving up his dream. Yeah. Right? Like, for Luffy. Like, that's how much of an impact Luffy has had on Zoro. Right? Like, Zoro is willing to give up his life so Luffy can still achieve his dream over his own. It's kind of dark. And it's still... And Zoro just gets better and better because the same thing happens when he basically begs Mihawk to train him. Yeah. Because... He wants Luffy to achieve his dream, and he's willing to put his ego and his, uh, you know, aside. And, I don't know, I just love Zoro as a character. I think, obviously, it's hilarious that he gets lost, and sometimes it's almost... Annoying. Annoying, but mind-blowingly, how is it even possible that he gets lost sometimes? It's almost like he has has had a devil fruit that is, like, the lost-lost fruit or something. Could you imagine? And he can't remember it because he lost. But... I think Zoro has a lot of great moments. And, like, I think um, Usopp leaving the crew um, and Zoro being like, we're not just taking him back. Yeah. Like, he has to apologize and accept that this is it's on him. Because I thought that that was a great moment showing that he really is, like, the vice, like, he really is the right hand to Luffy. You know oh, what I mean? That vice I captain. I agree.
1: Thinking back, though, like, um, back to the manga, it's one of my favorite moments. It's not a, it's a moment. I don't remember exactly the wording of it but it's basically when everyone is all back together and everyone's just joking around and Jinbei just makes this comment about, or he does something and how Jinbei is so serious and everyone else is just so relaxed and just having a good time and Jinbei's just there. He's like, guys, we need to go do this kind of thing. And everyone's like, we'll get to it. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's like... You know, there's a learning curve to joining the Straw Hats. Yeah, Jinbei has to lose some IQ points. <laughs> I don't think he has to learn. To, I don't think he needs to lose IQ points. I think he just needs to, you know, needs to learn that you just have to go with the motion of the ocean. <laughs> Literally, though. Because, um, I mean, look at, look at Nami. She's crazy intelligent, the yeah. navigator, and she doesn't really get to decide where they go.
1: You're right. I've never thought about it that way, but you are 100% right. She's the navigator,
0: but she doesn't get to navigate anything. No. Luffy will just be like, We're she going just makes this sure way. the ship gets to the place that Luffy wants to go. Sometimes. Because <laughs> uh, he's just, he's, you know, and it shows. Like, Usopp never wants to go to any of the scary islands, and where does Luffy want to go? The scary islands. Nami doesn't want to go there either, and they're going. They're going.
1: The captain wants what the captain wants.
0: It is definitely a crazy ragtag group, but I love them.
1: It's a fun time, honestly. Like, as boring as certain characters are, actually that's something in Wano. The the leveling up, I feel like most characters got to level up.
0: Yeah, a lot of characters got kind of like, yeah, I guess if you want to say a a perk, a bonus, boost or whatever. Something I didn't expect was Robin. Yeah, the whole and I love I loved the the play up to the demon because she's the demon child is like it her all, epithet, yeah. and it's like it just lived up to it, and I was just like, way to own it right like i don't know if that's specific to the Delfruit or if that's her specifically like creating that image i want to i want to believe that that's robin creating that image because of who she's been called her whole life yeah has, since a kid and i thought it was epic
1: oh that was great honestly like even i think zoro's power up was kind of funny
0: well zoro gets a couple power I ups. Guess, yeah he gets a new sword yep. because obviously the people of wano don't like that they have that he has like the, the treasure of Wano. Yeah. And uh, he gets one of Odin's swords, which is broken. And I felt like it felt heavily implied or hinted that he was going to be able to turn it into a black sword. Yeah. That was one of my predictions when he first got it. Because it's already imbued with so much hockey and stuff. And it loves hockey. I thought he was giving up a black blade and it would have been really cool if he was able to create yeah, a black sense. blade himself. Maybe one day, maybe going into the war, maybe by the time he gets there, maybe all three of his blades are black blades, or he gets another um, exotic, legendary sword. We haven't left Wano. It's true. He could still get There's still a chance that he can get the highest grade of the cursed sword. Yeah. Right? Because he has a cursed sword, but it's not the highest grade. So maybe he gets um, a new new sword. He could end up with two new swords, maybe. Um, He also did officially unlock unlock his Conqueror's Hockey, which I felt was so obvious that he had to have had it because his goal is, it's not as insane as Luffy's, but he is just as driven and it is a very difficult goal. And he's got the willpower for it. You know, like it just made sense. You look at Roger's crew, you have Rayleigh who has it. You know, it just, on these big crews, multiple people have had it. So it made sense that our main crew, it would make sense that at least two people would have it. Even if it wasn't, you know, he wasn't able to take Okaido, which is would have been epic, but you know, that's gotta be for Luffy. Yeah.
1: Story wise it had to be Luffy.
0: Well, I mean, that's just the way Oda writes. Yeah. Main character gets the main bad. It's, it's just the way it goes. Tale as old as time. Oh yeah. Anything else happened that you were like, um oh. I think just in general, just seeing all the different power ups and stuff like that was pretty neat. We met Green we met Greenbull. I can't remember yep. the actual Admiral name now, but the forest forest fruit, as a logia. Which is weird. Yeah, and he was all of Wano. He was walking by Wano, and I can't remember the area of Wano. That's all um, basically like desert. Yeah. He made it like lush again.
1: I mean, we can talk about Shank's freaking hockey.
0: Yeah, hockey, oh, like from like how far away? That was crazy. Insane. He was able to dissuade an admiral from continuing his chaos amongst the Wano people. Just so casually too. Yeah. That was that was pretty epic. I definitely he has to have probably the strongest hockey. Arguably in the 100%. world. Like it's like he wasn't even on the island. No. Which is insane. Just absolutely insane levels. And obviously it looks like we might be getting a lot more shanks. Heck in yeah. the story which is cool maybe Best maybe he did just kind of now has kind of dipped sailed off to deal with bartolomeo Yeah, was it bartolomeo yeah. yeah yeah
1: he left to go see him puma
0: because he messed up his uh one of uh red hair um lands yep with a straw hat I thought that he was going to fight Luffy. I'm going to be honest. I thought that he you was going You thought that gonna... we
1: were just going to go right into that ray right after Wano?
0: I thought he was going to hop onto Wano and be like, Straw Hat Luffy. And, you know, Luffy was going to be all excited. But then Shanks was going to, like, fight, quotations him, to be like, smart, like, get your fleet under control or something like that, you know?
1: See, I would think that would happen, but not necessarily to to make sure his his fleet was under control, but to see if he was officially ready.
0: I think I think he understands. The picture was of Luffy unlocked. Yeah. Right. Like he, that was him, him as an awakened Devil Fruit user. Was was his picture on? Yeah. On his thing, and I, and just the way they showed it in the chapter, I felt like sh- it feels like Shanks knew that it was more than just the Gum Gum Fruit. I think Shanks knew. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think no. I think he was aware of. What the, he's import- stealing. the importance of the fruit and what it could be. So I think he saw that picture of Luffy and he knew that it was, you know, it's just a matter of time now when they yeah, just, they have stuff to deal with first kind of thing. Kind of reminds me of a gym, of a, a certain Jinbei. <laughs> I'll join. I just have things to do. It's like, he'll meet Luffy. He just he got things to do. Yeah. He's a busy man. Just got, he's got stuff. Okay. Relax.
1: I think, I think that's about it really. I mean one piece obviously there's a whole lot there but
0: and what would you is you have any like recommend like would you recommend one piece to people how would you recommend they go about it is it worth a thousand plus chapters so
1: people have actually asked me that because i told people i was reading one piece and i finally cut up and they're like why like
0: why one piece or why like it's so long
1: and with me and i've read a lot of different material of manga graphic novels single issue comics young adult novels regular novels so on and so forth And I'm a huge fan of foreshadowing and I have to applaud Oda because this man is so good with foreshadowing that it's incredible. And that's what he doesn't
0: lose. He doesn't skip a beat on his short form storytelling. I think that that's what makes it great is he has this insane long form and short form storytelling that he balances so well. And you don't even know, you don't know what he's actually going to show and not show. That's the craziest part. You don't know
1: what's important and what's not important. Because so it could have be. Because yeah, it,
0: it could be. Exactly. <laughs> and he's he's done it time and time again where you're like, really? That thing was mentioned like 400 chapters ago actually is relevant? So then whenever something, even now, we're this late into the manga, you're like, you want to believe like, there's no way that that's relevant, like actually relevant. He's just expanding stuff.
1: And yet it's relevant. So I do applaud that. I think um, for anyone that wants to get into manga, like obviously One Piece sounds like a lot. But my advice if someone who wants who really enjoys a good story to take one piece arc by arc because even though I binged it that'd be
0: my suggestion too read an arc take a break yeah you know read the craziest thing is you can read an arc of one piece then go read another manga and then come back and then come back one piece will be there
1: <laughs> it will always be there but no I agree definitely um I think that's the best way to start with one piece is to read read an arc or two or just go slowly. And One Piece is large, yes, but just take it at your own pace. Don't feel the obligation to rush through a 1,055 chapters.
0: Yeah. My one of avi- my another big advice I would say is remember it's the beginning. It's an old story. 25 so, years ago. So 25 years ago, that really slow startup was common. I think a lot of the new stories, like they get to it quick and yeah. that's why they're in the why they're popular and why they haven't died out. But One Piece, it's a slow burn at the beginning.
1: It is, but it's also proper good character development because that's the thing too with Oda is, yes, every arc for whatever source of material reading, whether it be comics or manga, anime, so on and so forth, you obviously see character development. Uh, even with Oda, like supporting characters get character development. Even if you never see them ever again, those supporting characters somehow grew.
0: Yeah, I think... It's something like over fifteen hundred named characters in One Piece. It's incredible. And I, if I remember correctly, I remember, I remember, um, it was like in a Discord call with some friends, and we were like, "What?" Our one friend who doesn't read One Piece or watch One Piece was like, "Yeah, whatever. Name 50. And you can, like it goes, not too bad. Well, I should have went in more of an order. When you go all over the place, you get a little lost in the sauce. But I tried to do, but then we tried to do a Naruto. And Naruto's actually only got something, like, if you don't include Boruto, it's only, like, something like almost 300 named characters.
1: Yeah. Like, on the top of my head, I can probably, like, if I was given, like, 60 seconds to name Naruto characters, I could probably name a good, like, 30.
0: We'll do it after the podcast. You'll see how hard it is.
1: Well, me trying to, like, I haven't talked and, like, really seen Naruto in so long either.
0: Well, then you're overconfident.
1: Terrible. Well, I'm just going through the teams, really.
0: But um yeah, I think it's definitely a slow burn, but it's worth it. And it is one of those ones for the most part. There are obviously some some outliers, but for the most part it feels like every arc it gets better and better.
1: There is a lot of growing per arc, and I think it's post-time skip,
0: every arc it just feels like every arc is better. Just keeps going. But yeah, that's awesome. Matt's caught up on one piece. I'm sure he'll end up reading some other stories I will talk about.
1: Yeah, so my plan right now is because we've talked about in Proofs. I'm still reading through Tokyo Ghoul. I took a long break because obviously I got sick and then I was r- reading, reading one, piece. one piece. So I read a couple volumes of Tokyo Ghoul Re. So I have 10 volumes left. So I'm going to be finishing up Tokyo Ghoul Re. I'm going to be reading through all of Promised Neverland. So I'll be finished both of those up. And then I think afterwards I'm probably going to go into Demon Slayer. Okay. Read through all that. Picking,
0: picking stuff that's like... Uh, relevant. Finished finished yeah it's easier when stuff's finished yeah
1: and then there is the one i want to do it's the magic one um what's it called mashal
0: oh yeah yeah like one punch man harry potter
1: yeah the one punch man harry potter um i want to read that one i want to give it a try at least and then probably my hero academia
0: because hilariously the most matte probably manga there is which is funny the combination combination of of japan and and, x-men and x-men
1: yeah, that is My Hero Academia in a nutshell, from yeah. what I remember. I've watched the first, I think two you've seen and and the half two, yeah, I think you've seen the first. two Don't know if bit. I've seen third season yet or not. But yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, and uh, obviously for the listeners and Connor, obviously, uh, stay tuned for what I'll be reading next.
0: Yes, 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 and we will probably have a a more dedicated One Piece Themed episode. Episode, yeah. I know that this one was heavily. The back half has been heavily One Piece, but yeah. we will want to. Um, I think we want to have a guest, someone that's also into One Piece to bounce yeah, off of.
1: Potentially the Hayden guy.
0: Yeah, maybe the Hayden guy can come on, and he definitely loves One Piece, so I'm I feel sure like we he, can get him talking easily. He, he could probably blab on. And we don't even have to say anything, and he he can take over for an hour of talking about One Piece. But we do have some fan questions. Yes.
1: Uh, so let's actually start with Hayden, one of our listeners and the person we've talked about a couple times. He, le- he threw a bunch of questions at me. Uh, but I'll save a few of them for the next episode. So we'll do one of his questions. And what one of his questions is the biggest plot twist in a story. What do you think is the biggest plot twist in a story? We can break this down. Let's just do like movies and TV shows and then anime and manga. Just do two separate ones.
0: I'm going to need a moment, Matt. Um, uh, would you like to... Uh, do you have an answer? I do. I mean, I, I guess can, you yeah. have time to prepare since you looked at the question. Yeah,
1: I did know the questions at that time. So... For manga or anime for a plot twist, I I don't know. I wouldn't say this is cliche. I don't think so. But as a whole, Promised Neverland. Because I felt like every 10 chapters, there was a different plot twist that happened. But particularly, let's go just like the end. I think it's like chapter two, maybe. No, I think it's, it's, it's the end of episode one, but also like the first couple chapters of what happens and when you find out what Promised Neverland is actually about.
0: Yeah, in terms of anime, I would also have Promised Everland easily as my choice. And it's literally the first episode.
1: Yeah, but even just outside of that, it is constant plot twisting.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like the shock factor is kind of what keeps you into it. Overall, I would say that initial... Like, I watched... Death of Connie. I watched the first Promised Everland episode not knowing anything about it.
1: Same. You tossed me right into it. You're like, this is a good anime. Watch it. I was like, okay. And I was like, whoa.
0: And then, yeah, and then you're just like... Wait a second. What?
1: Well, that's why I think I wanted to reread all of Promise Island because I remember loving the constant plot twists and even where I am right now, like there was plot twists. I remember, but I forgot how good the reveal was. So partial spoiler alert. I think it's by the end of the second volume of promised land. So really it's only like 15 chapters in. It's getting revealed that Ray is the person that's leaking all the information to mom.
0: Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then
1: more of Ray's character gets put out and why he's so close to mom and everything. And like, ray is a character is a plot twist i think because he's like this character is just kind of there and then you find out that he's lying and he's actually close with mom and then you find out that he's been collecting these items because he knows about the chip and then he's revealed to be mom's kid and then you're like he's given up just kidding he hasn't given up and he's just keeps it going there's
0: lots of plot twists but i mean like in terms of like if you were to just say
1: yeah just the a plot twist
0: i think i think that's up there i think if somehow you've don't know what happens in berserk Mm -hmm. if you are somehow untainted and you are going in and reading berserk for the first ever time i think that the eclipse arc will like during the eclipse you will that is that is up there another obviously the greatest betrayal but also like what what a twist it really is you have you if you knew nothing going to berserk you would not have expected that yeah
1: i think another one it goes without saying, because it's not really a twist, because it's literally the name of the anime. Um, you're lying, April. It's not really a plot twist, but... No, it's not a plot twist. But it's it's a good one. Um, But anything personally for you for, like, movies or shows or anything that's not too anime?
0: Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of any TV shows, really. I feel like a lot of the TV shows I watch are... You kind of just... As bad as it may sound, you kind of just know what's going to happen like yeah and the ones that you can't predict i don't know if i would call them plot twists more so just things that happen for the drama like if you think of like gray's anatomy some insanely yeah. ridiculous dramatic episodes that happen like the, it's not really plot twisty but it's just kind of dramatic for the yeah. sense of dramatic
1: i mean personally i think this isn't like a big plot twist but i remember how big it was years ago was a uh, flash season three when you have the big baddie Savitar and everything like that, and then it's revealed that it's actually Barry.
0: Okay, yeah. Like that, that was a big
1: of a little bit of a plot twist. It's
0: not bad. I think some game, some of the Game of Thrones had yeah. some interesting ones. Um, For
1: movies, I think personally, like... Um, you ever seen the movie Now You See Me? No. So that one, the plot twist at the end of it with Mark Ruffalo's character, completely did not expect that. Because the entire movie, Mark Ruffalo's basically the villain. And he's like trying to take down the main characters because it's a heist style magic-y, magician movie, and just the end of it, it just comes right out of left field, and okay. like it all makes sense at the end. But you're like, okay, okay. So that was probably, in my opinion, one of the best plot twists. I've-
0: there probably is a movie that has um a plot twist. I just can't think of it off the top of my head because most of the movies I've watched recently are. More superhero based. and yeah, I feel like
1: there's not really plot twists in it. Yeah, a superhero e- movies anymore. Then, yeah,
0: they're not really plot twists. I guess if you know, surprise, nice surprise is the Spider-Man that show up in you know the multiple Spider-Man and Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, like if you didn't know.
0: Yeah, that's I wouldn't really say a plot twist, but it was a plot surprise. If you didn't get spoiled for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of mine are more anime based. I think Clan Ad After Story has some pretty crazy twists and turns it takes your heart I've not
1: seen it so I can't takes count. your
0: heart through the ringer really well but yeah I think I think Berserk is probably up there Promise Neverland yeah um, those ones are definitely definitely great
1: okay well thanks Hayden for submitting that question we'll move on to we got two two more questions for. we'll do uh, Zach from Nova Scotia he uh, comes back another question and it's a preferred medium to consume content and why so I, for example, like, reading do you read manga because TV? of the art or do you like reading books because you're able to imagine things in your mind or would you rather see all the cool special effects or do you wait for adaptations to come out of certain things?
0: Mm, I would say the r- I, my go-to is usually manga. Yeah. And that's more because I'm too impatient to wait for the anime. I do enjoy a good anime. Mm-hmm especially if it's more of a high a more action based anime I definitely love seeing the actual fights being animated I think it doesn't matter to me as much when it's like a romance yeah because it's not as important to see that I guess like I I like seeing the action like you can obviously kind of tell what's happening in the paneling as well that's kind of dependent on the author but true but you can't see every part of the fight so it is cool to see like animators if it's really done well kind of like the liberties they take and make um, in writing up the fights yeah and seeing like a complete fight instead of just black well instead of just seeing like snapshots of moments of the fight yeah but yeah i'd say manga is my go-to because one not huge reader so you know i like obviously seeing it happening the artwork following it if it's the better the art, the more I enjoy it. And then, uh, yeah, mostly, and it's mostly due to I'm too impatient to wait for an anime. Or vice versa. I watch an episode of an anime or two episodes of an anime, and then I'm too impatient to wait for more of that anime. Just jump right and into And then the I'm manga. just like, okay, time to read the manga. And I know that my brother falls for the same trap where it's like you watch one or two eps, and then all of a sudden you're caught up on the manga, which is already past what the season's going to cover anyways. And then you don't end up watching the anime anymore because <laughs> you know what happens. That's fair. That's uh, fair. It's happened, uh, it's happened for a lot of anime for me. But yeah, I'd say manga is my go-to. Okay.
1: Personally, probably just reading. I think I enjoy like imagining things or just- like the books. I like the books. I have a lot of books at home. But even like reading novelizations <laughs> of movies is very interesting because you can watch the movie and then you read the novelization and it's the exact same story yet you're able to imagine more things. Even, like, novelizations of graphic novels, which Marvel does a lot. Like, I recently, a couple days ago, I finished a novelization of the Days of Future Past arc from the comics, which was Kitty going back in time. And I've read the graphic novel before, but reading a novelization, it just, it explains just a few more things, just, like, because they have to explain the background and stuff, and it just makes it feel more intense sometimes. Um or you have like different situations where the Suicide Squad, not a great movie, like the one with um, Jared Leto and right, you know, not the new one, but you read the novelization of that and they took part of the original script with the new script and they added some of the deleted scenes into the book and they actually like properly like made a great story. I mean, the author was also a comic book writer, so maybe that was also one of the reasons, but it's still made out to be a good story. I think just there's an endless capability of creating characters in your head like you don't get the same experience from reading Harry po- watching Harry Potter when you read Harry Potter
0: yeah there I mean there's literally full elements taken out to exactly. right, when it comes to books to the films like you never saw the inside of the kitchen at Hogwarts
1: you never get introduced to the whole concept of the whole like um house elves. that is such a big thing come like book four and for the rest of the series there's a huge subplot that happens with the house elves ignored not even mentioned. Yeah, I know. Like Dobby comes back for like ten minutes, maybe.
0: Well, and w- isn't the one character totally against like using the house elves? Yeah. Like they're petitioning like to saving them. That's and a whatnot. big
1: thing in the books. even like uh, Neville Longbottom, his character is so much more important in the books than <laughs> it is in the movies. Yeah, and it's just completely disregarded because they hint at it. I think it's um prisoner of. No, it's Order of the Phoenix, I think, when during the train station. They
0: bring up and they well, they bring up his family for the first time, like his parents' yeah. importance.
1: A fate worse than death. Yep. Then we never hear anything about it afterwards. We don't understand what happened, but if you haven't, I mean I don't want to spoil that part if you're ever gonna read the books, but it's great. <laughs> if, it if you're ever way. gonna
0: read the Harry Potter books. If you ha somehow have never read the Harry Potter books.
1: We know people that are currently reading it for the first time. But yeah, final question then, moving on from our little random Harry Potter tangent. This is coming from Eddie. Um, is Superman overrated?
0: Yep. <laughs> Full out. Yep. That's it. I don't even need to say more. That is just... Why? absolutely He's just made out to be, like, the ultimately broken hero. It's kind of like Goku, where it's just like, can Superman ever really lose? Can Goku ever really lose? Like... He's just too strong, you know? It makes him unfun. Makes him, like... For me, as a reader... Like, obviously, you always know the hero's gonna win, right? But... Superman, it's just... it's, It's just not as satisfying. Like, I'd rather read Batman and, like... Hear about all the intricacies of, like... The detective work that went into figuring stuff out, or... And then, like, you know... You think of all the martial arts that Bruce had to learn and stuff like that. I feel like that's more for me, it's more believable, but it's yeah. also like he, he earned it. Yeah. Where Superman is just kind of like, he's just broken.
1: I a hundred percent agree. But my question, several question. Have you ever read a Superman comic outside of Superman Unchained?
0: Yeah. I've read, um, Superman doomed. Okay.
1: I've read... um, I'm pretty sure I've only read, like, two or three Superman stories, and they were, like, the big ones. Like, I've never actually picked up, like, just a plain volume of Superman.
0: I've read Superman Doomed. I've read Superman Unchained. I've read Superman Man of Tomorrow, I think it's called. Something like that. It's, like, where he uses his, like, solar eclipse or whatever it's called.
1: Oh, yeah, his ability that makes him more human.
0: Yeah. So, I've read some decent, like, big storylines, but... He's overrated.
1: He's just plain simple. His weakness is a green rock and magic, and if those two things aren't around,
0: like, and I watched all of Smallville and I liked Smallville, yeah, but I just think other characters within the DC universe are more interest. They're more. They have a lot more going on. The irony is that and they work a lot harder. Yeah, for to win, to win a lot more goes into winning because they're not super powered. Beyond belief. Well, and his list of powers is just like it's forever growing and it's just like what does what can what can Superman not do, you know? Be human. Run as fast as Flash. Wow. Must be rough. Can't run as fast as the guy whose only power is running fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. Must suck to be Superman. Feels bad, man. Fly has heat vision, X-ray vision, ice breath. Has, at one point, probably has infrared vision. Probably, probably has every kind of vision. Vision, super strength, bulletproof, super strength, bulletproof, solar flare thing. Occasionally, when he feels like it, can breathe in space. Can breathe in space. That's he's an the, alien. Yeah, he's an alien.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Like Martian
0: Manhunter Man is broken, but for some reason, I find him more interesting.
1: That's because he's the last Martian of Mars, and like. He's
0: the, the last Kryptonian. Well,
1: no. Yeah, well. not even close because he but, sounds like he is, but then Zod shows but up. But that's
0: what he originally was labeled as.
1: That's true. The funny thing is, is that Martian Manhunter has a stupider
0: weakness too. Fire. Just fire. Just fire. plain fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, that's true. It's a bad weakness. But his design is cooler. He's
1: able to shapeshift. I'm pretty sure he has more abilities than Superman, but he's But just yet somehow cooler. he feels
0: less overpowered. Right? Isn't that weird?
1: He's just never been too mainstream, and I
0: think that's why a lot of people are like, To yeah, answer your cool. question, Eddie, yes. Yeah, Superman's Absolutely. overrated. Absolutely. Spider-Man is not overrated. I don't care but how- Superman is. I don't care how popular Spider-Man is. He'll never be overrated. Or Batman. I like both of them. Fair. Fair. They're up there. Superman's not up there. Sorry. I like the Thor movies over Superman. All right. Anyways, thank you for the questions, guys. Yeah, thank you,
1: Hayden, Zach, Eddie. Thank you for uh, submitting some questions.
0: If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our social medias. We do have a Twitter and an Instagram nerdy misfits. And uh, feel free to check us out on the podcast uh, for any other future podcasts that we might have. They will be on all the major, um, podcast Ooh, listening. platforms. So yeah, remember to
1: share it, share it too. Share, uh, share the nerdy misfits. Some of your friends that maybe are nerds and, uh, they're looking for something new to listen to or they want to get more into podcasts. So, I mean, I feel like our podcast is just two dudes just chatting and, yeah, the occasional guest.
0: Yeah, and drop a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. helps the podcast a lot. Yeah, and
1: remember to answer our questions that we usually post on Spotify as well to kind of get some feedback and everything. And, yeah, make sure you just give us a follow on all of our dis- different social medias, like Connor said.
0: And, Matthew, you have a wonderful night.
1: You as well, Connor. We will see you all next Wednesday.
0: Bye.